Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing Chapter 12, Bhakti Yoga, Yoga of Devotion. Yoga means to connect and Bhakti means devotion. Devotion is nothing but love for the Divine and Divine is the one which is pristine without any impurities. So the world which we see is because of the layering on it. That's where we create the names and forms and colors and shapes. But you'd strip all those impurities, all the layerings <coughs> from the reality. And what remains is pristine reality, the truth. So the bhakti yoga means to connect myself with the pristine self. So we had been discussing what bhakti is. So we have seen that there are several acharyas have tried to define bhaktis in various ways. Puja Adishu Anurag, somebody who has liking for the puja, etc. Bhagavan Vedvya say, that's bhakti. Other acharya like Garga said, no katha Adishu Anurag, iti bhakti. That my liking to hear the Lord's glory is bhakti. Shandilya say, atmaratihi avirodhena iti bhakti. That attachment to myself which is not in contradiction to the Supreme Self is Bhakti. And Narad Muni said that everything I offer to my Lord is Bhakti. So Bhakti has been a concept which is very difficult for us to understand. We understand what is Karma. We understand what is Karma Yoga. We are not afraid of Karma or Karma Yoga. We are not also afraid of Gnana. We are offered a bhakti. With bhakti, we do not know whether it is something is a self-effulgent or it has to be acquired. Is it something which I'm born with or I have to acquire it? In this thought development in Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavan said that the bhakti is the fruit of jnana. Once I know someone, then only I can fall in love with that person. I saw her in my chemistry class. Thought she looks pretty good. Came to a little more that she also take English with me. And also she has another physics class with me. More I know her, more I find myself identified with her. I fall in love with her. So for the Bhagwan also, more I know about Bhagwan, more I devote myself to him. So in Bhagavad Gita, as we have seen earlier many times, that the Bhagavad Gita, 18 chapters are divided in three segments. It is an elaboration of the great Mahavakya, Tattvamasi, that thou art. The quest in our life is to find out who I am, ko aham, who I am. And the answer in opening says, Tattvamasi, that which you are seeking is your own self. The Lord which you are seeking, is there a creator who has the control over my life? He said, that's your own self. Tattvamasi, that thou art. So Gita 
is an elaboration on that Mahavakya. The first six chapters deals with Thou, you. You and I, as we are the limited beings, conditioned by our body, mind and intellect, and how we should be functioning in this world, we don't get bound by our own actions. The first five chapters define what the reality is, and reality says, you are not the mortal being that you think you are. The death is only for the body, but the self remains intact, imperishable, immutable. And to realize that, the first segment culminates in the sixth chapter, Dhyana Yoga. To contemplate on who you are. Figure out, this is not me, this body is not me because the body was not there the way it is right now at some point of time. I was born as a baby and now I'm 190 pound big man. What happened to that 7 pounds baby to 190 pounds? Where the 183 pounds came from? All the burgers I have eaten from Wendy's and McDonald's. And so this body is nothing but the food I have eaten. Then mind is nothing but the thoughts which are created of our likings and dislikings. And intellect is nothing but the reservoirs of all the information that I have received so far. I must be something other than that. So the first six chapters dealt with that. You contemplate on who is that who is in control of this body, mind, and intellect. This is Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Meditation. Five chapters, 7 through 11, about Tat, that. That which we are seeking, the supreme reality. What is the nature of that reality? And we have elaborately seen that Bhagavan said, I have two prakritis. One is lower, other is higher. Lower is manifest, and you can see through your senses. Anything that I can touch, feel, perceive is my manifest prakriti, my astada prakriti. Bhumi, apaha, analaha, kam, vayuhu. Five great elements, mana buddhi ahanka, mind, intellect and ego, all eight, that's my manifest prakriti. So everything that you see and touch is me alone. And then he says, but my other prakriti is higher than that which is unmanifest, which cannot be perceived, cannot be described, but that is the support of this manifest prakriti. This segment culminated in bhakti yoga, yoga of devotion. Once I understood the nature of the Lord, then I can develop the devotion for the Lord. The ultimate goal in life is to achieve perfection. So Narad Muni says in Narad Bhakti Sutra, Yam Labdva Pumam Siddho Bhavati. My goal in life is to achieve perfection. Perfection in my happiness. I want to be happy when, now and forever. No weekends in happiness. It's not that Monday through Friday I'm happy, it's okay to be unhappy on weekends. I want to be happy Monday through next Monday. Perfection. We are seeking perfection in our happiness. Naradji says the only person finds it, Yam Labdha, one who attains bhakti, Umam Siddha Bhavati, he becomes perfect. Amruto Bhavati, Trupto Bhavati, he becomes immortal. The fear of death I have right now because I think myself will die. But you learn that self does not die. This body will die. I will be still who I am. And Trupto Bhavati, he becomes content. 
right now all my needs and wants are because I feel incomplete. If I just have the latest model of BMW, I'll feel. No, not BMW, Tesla. I'm a very, uh, right, I need a Tesla, yeah. As soon as I have Tesla, I'll feel complete. No, no, there you have another need. Yam labdva pumam siddho bhavati amruto bhavati trupto bhavati. So if you start where we started, I want to be happy now and forever. Narji said this is the only way to do it. He said, yam pratva na kinchit ichhati. Once you attain this, there is no ichha left. After that, there is nothing to be attained. So this is the ultimate achievement bhakti. And as we have seen, bhakti is the fruit of karma and gnana. Acharyas obviously argue about. Some say, you know, bhakti is the fruit of karma and gnana and yoga. Therefore, bhakti is superior to all of them. Then the other acharya say, no, 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 bhakti is not dependent on gnana. Gnana is dependent on bhakti. Unless I have bhakti, I'll never get gnana. Well, that's also true. Unless I have sraddha, sraddhavan labhate gnana. If I don't have faith in this, then obviously I'll never get gnana. If I start very skeptical and never <coughs> open my mind, I'll never learn anything. So from that point of view, gnana is dependent on bhakti. Then there are some say they're interdependent on each other. Unless I develop one, the other will not be there. Once I develop one more, the other will be automatically will be developing. More I know about her, more I fall in love with her. More I know about Bhagwan, more I'll be his bhakta. So Bhagwan said, your ultimate goal is to be a bhakta. No matter which way you look at it. Your ultimate goal is to become one with that supreme self. Bhakti, devotion. Devotion is love for the divine and divine nothing but the pristine self. You need to become one with your pristine self. Then all the sorrows and unhappiness which are created by my this imperfect self will go away. Or at least they will seem like there's somebody else's problem. I had a car and it used to give me so much trouble. You know. Every other day it was in the garage. Finally I found somebody to buy my car. And I was actually feeling sorry for it. The poor guy doesn't know what he's getting into. But I'm not the one who's going to tell you. So it was VW Beetle in Kenya, in Nairobi. So after I sold that, I was coming back from my office after about a week. My previous former car was lying on the road somewhere. So my friend said, Neil, that's your car. I said, no, not my car anymore. Not my problems anymore. As long as I consider this is me, all the problems of this body mind are my problem. As long as I don't consider them to be me, their problems are not my problem. My BMW may be sick, I'm not sick. My body may be sick, but I'm not sick. So Bhagavan said, your goal is to become one with that Supreme Self. So Arjuna had a question. So we started this chapter with Arjuna's question. Because in the previous chapter, Bhagavan said, after all that, you offer everything to me, you become devoted to me, and I'll take care of you. So Arjuna said, who is greater in yoga? Who is the greater bhakta for you? One who is devoted to your form, the Saguna Brahman, Krishna, Rama, Jesus. I assign divinity totally to the one form, 
and then devote myself to that form. Is that the best way to become your bhakta? Or the one, you have also described that two prakritis. One is the lower prakriti, which is the gunas. So one way to do is I can devote myself to a form or to imperishable because that's the supreme. He said, which one is greater? So Bhagavan said, in my opinion, for you, devoting to a form is easier. They will also achieve the same goal. The one who are devoting themselves to the imperishable, immutable, indescribable. But they have to have certain qualities. We have learned those certain qualities. Sanyat Indriyaha who has complete control of Indriya Gramam, all the Indriyas, you know. And then Niyata, constantly engaged in that devotion. And then Sarva Bhuta Hite Rataha, he is constantly engaged in the welfare of all beings. Not just me, not my family, not my company. Sarva Bhuta Hite Rataha. He said then they will also achieve the same thing. But the problem is Klesa Adiktaraha Tesham, for them more difficulties. That's not something that comes easily to us. Those who are identified with the body in this limited form, for them to identify with something which is unmanifest is very difficult. Not impossible, Bhagavan says, but very difficult. And therefore, Bhagavan says, my advice to you is, mai eva manaha adatsva, give your entire mind to me. Fix your mind on to me. In other words, anything which I can think of, I'll think him first. This is Krishna's manifestation. And that way my mind will not deviate in unnecessary thoughts, but always be fixed on that one form. Mai buddhim niveshaya. This is very important. Fixing mind is it. I'll just think about Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. You put your intellect also into me. When he says, put your intellect onto me, is to pierce through your limited intellect and connect with the universal intellect. His intellect is the reservoir of all the intellects in the world. So it is like you have your own data on your computer. And as long as you are only connected to your computer, I have limited access to the information available on my hard drive. But when I connect to the server of my company, then there is larger data available for me to rely on. So if I can attach myself to the ultimate server where all the information, I'll have unlimited capabilities. So therefore he says, do not rely on your buddhi, this limited buddhi. That can misguide you. I have given this example before that scientists got together say, well, let's find out where cockroach's brain is. So they say, let's get a cockroach, put it on the table. Cockroach has a brain or not? Put a food on one side, cockroach obviously crawls towards the fruit. Yes, cockroach does have a brain. He knows where the food is. Now let's find out where the brain is. They will take one leg out, broke one leg, cockroach still limps through the person. No, that leg was not the place where the brain was. Second, still crawls through. That was also not the case. Third one, still somehow manages to crawl toward the food. 
the last one cockroach stand still came to the conclusion brain was in the last leg with that problem <laughs> based on our observation complete data available to me bhagwan says don't rely on your buddhi it can mislead you rely on that supreme intellect so therefore not only your mind mai buddhi niveshaya give me also your buddhi connect your buddhi to my buddhi the christian they came up with this very nice slogan says wwjd what will jesus do so every time you do something you have to think about what would jesus do in this situation i thought this is perfect you can wwkd what would krishna do in this situation you are facing a situation can take decision what is right or wrong wwkd bhagwan says mai buddhi niveshaya think about what he would have done in this situation and then you will have an answer which may be reliable so bhagwan said not only give me your mind give me your buddhi nivasasi mai eva then you will be certainly be living in me ata urdham na sanshaya we always doubt whether this is all true or not bhagwan constantly give this guarantee if you give your mind and buddhi to me you shall live in me and the next verse verse 9 says atha chittam samadhatum na saknosi mai sthiram we want the mind fixed on him buddhi fixed on him that means the entire thinking entity should be fixed on him we say well i think this is look like a recipe for failure we are not going to be able to do it who said that i have capability to do it bhagwan said don't worry if that's not possible for you atha chitta samadam na sakno se mai se can fix your mind on to me abhyas yogena tatah mam ichha aptum dhananjaya then keep practicing practice makes a man perfect woman too practice is the greatest gift we have no matter what field you are in if you don't practice you may be a genius but if you have no experience of practice you are not really that effective so when i was in my last employment with a big corporation we have a presentation we are going there the marketing people will lined up and say okay neil tell me what you're going to do i said well, i'll do whatever i want. no 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 give a presentation here so i'll do one time i said no no one more time said, how how many times you want me to practice he said practice practice and practice some more that's the only way to be perfect in what you're going to do bhagwan says the same thing if you can do it right now we understand it you can fix your mind on to me but abhyas yogena we have learned this before in chapter 6 in dhyana yoga if you can fix your mind while in meditation keep practicing constantly practice your meditation on a daily basis at the same time at the same place and your mind will then learn how to meditate you know? so you have to train yourself ekrath ishwaran says if you miss meditation one day it takes one week to make it up you miss one week it takes month to make it up you miss one month it takes a year to make it up so constant practice is the prescription here so if you can't fix your mind now abhyas yoga keep practicing keep trying keep trying and you will get that mam ichha tum dhananjaya and then also you shall come to me when that may not be possible abhyas yoga 
I'm a busy person. Bhagwan, you may not know, but I'm a CEO of a company. He said, okay. Abhyase yoge api asamartho se mat karma paramo bhava. Continue doing whatever you are doing. You are a CEO of your company, continue doing it. If that takes all your time, fine. But mat karma paramo bhava. Offer all your actions to me. Everything you do, good, bad and ugly, all throughout the day, Bhagavan said, you just give it to me. Offer it to me. Keep the thought in mind that I'm not doing for myself. This is my duty. This is my job as a family man, as a businessman, as a professional man. But I'm doing it for him. For the purification of my internal instrument. That's the only responsibility we have as seekers of perfection. To purify the internal instrument, the software, mind and intellect. So Bhagavan said, Madartham api karmani kurvan siddhim avapsyasi. By just doing actions for me, also you can achieve the perfection. Your goal is to achieve perfection. Bhakti is not possible for me. Fixing my mind onto him is not possible for me. Doing actions for him, Bhagavan said, then also you will get perfection. But we are not really that easy to be convinced. Even that, Bhagavan, what do you think? I am a businessman. I don't do anything without put at the end of my actions. That question all the time comes, if you are not expecting anything, then what am I supposed to do? Bhagavan said, I know that you are working for results, but see the how liberal our religion is. It has a remedy for each level of a seeker. Somebody asked me the other day, I want to come to Gita class, but I don't know anything about Gita. I said, that's the reason you should be here. There is no really reason where I should start. Wherever you are is the right place to start. Long time ago, when I came to this country, and obviously I didn't know how the investment economics work in this country, in those days, the interest rates were 13, 14%. It was not really a big problem. Put the money in the bank, you have 13% interest, you are good to go. One of my friends said, but you should actually look at the mutual funds. So, okay, then tell me the right time. He said, Neil, any time is the right time. Because any time you start, that will be a good start for you. But if you don't start, there is no result for you. So, Bhagavan said, wherever you are, at whatever level of vasanas you have, right now my vasanas are to achieve this and accomplish this, fine, continue doing it. But do it for me. Just offer them to me. But even that is not possible. Atha etad api asaktos. If you are incapable of doing that, then kartum mat yogam asritaha. Then take refuge in me. Rely on me. Don't rely on yourself. Don't rely on this world to give you the result. Rely on me. He is karma faladata. Karma faladata is always somebody other than the person who is performing actions, who is doing karma. I perform actions, other people will say it is good or bad. So my actions are always rewarded by others and right now I think those others are against me. I am in competition with everybody. Everybody is against me. They have conspired to make me a failure. Bhagavan said, why are you worried? I am a karma faladata. Rely on me. Mat yogam ashritaha. Sarva karma falatyagam. All you do is 
Give up the anxiety for the fruits of actions. You are doing it for yourself, fine. Just don't worry about what the result would be. That's all you have to do. Have that complete faith in this law of karma. That if I put efforts, the results and rewards will be according to my actions. There is none who is partial to me. There is no discrimination. Bhagwan is the karma faladata. I may think there is partiality in this society, discrimination in the society. Bhagwan said, I am the overseer. Why are you worried? Let me take care of it. I will not be partial. I consider all to be equal. So have that faith that karma faladata will give the results of my actions according to my actions. And therefore, you give up the anxiety. You just focus on doing your work. Put 100% of your energy in performing actions. As Swamiji points out, typically we only apply about 33% of our energy into actions. One third goes into what will happen. Will they really appreciate it or not? One third goes into last time I did that, I was not successful. Then why do I think I should be successful now? One third I said, let me try anyway. The Bhagavan said, none of that. Put 100% of your energy in actions, leave the karma phala to me. I'll give you karma phala according to your actions. So, sarva karma phala tyagam tataha kuru Then also you will achieve perfection. We'll stop right here. Om sarve bhavantu sukina sarve santu niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo